It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In the Zone is back from commercial break, and it's time to be enlightened. Let's head to the Hotline, where TV superstar from West 2 News, Darren Stoltzfus, is standing by. We'll do it live! Back to you, Brandon. Why, thank you. I appreciate that. Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West 2 News. He joins us every week to break down what we saw over the weekend, key storylines, and everything in between. Welcome to the show, Darren. How was your weekend? It was wonderful, Brandon. Got a, got to watch a lot of college football. Got to take it all in. Just uh, just wonderful. Uh, can Fighting you old from the kids? It, it's just great. It's great. You know <laughs> the fact that you're able to juggle all of that is impressive. How many little ones do you have? Two and one more in February. Wow. Well, congratulations. That's new information. Breaking news here on In the Zone. Uh, Stoltzfus is going to have three children. Um, so that's three exciting. Four. Just, oh. just pray for me. Oh, don't worry. I will be. Uh, explain this to me. What the hell happened on Saturday? Where did this come from no, with UCF? It's the uniforms, Brandon. Everybody talks about how uniforms don't matter. Social media posts don't matter. They're wrong. It is all about the uniforms. I, I don't know where this came from. I love it. I think it was finally everything falling into place, whether it was the, the run game working well, whether it was Oklahoma State not bringing rain gear to Florida, and then a random monsoon pops up. Like, everything that could go UCS favor did, and nothing so far this season has had the ball bounce the correct way. So good for UCF. Something about the space game. Gus Malzahn said it afterwards. Something about the space game. 7-0 all time, and they've had some of their best wins. And uh, to me, that is the, the best win in bounce house history, for sure. Official Big 12 home win, uh, number 15 team in the country, one of the hottest teams in the country. I, I don't know that it gets bigger than that. So are you thinking in terms of what's left on the schedule? Is that a fluke, or is that a full-blown arrival from the UCF Knights? Was that win so emphatic that it now leads you to believe that this team could finish maybe even 7-5 and five on the year? It's possible. I mean, I don't think anybody is, like, quaking in their boots uh, heading to Lubbock this weekend or with Houston coming in. Uh, you know, Houston's a team you're familiar with, obviously, coming from the AAC. You had success against Cincinnati on the road. Um, you get them back at home. I think, you know... Texas Tech is kind of in the same position. They're 5-5 five and five looking for bowl eligibility. It's a winnable game on the road. It's not going to be nasty weather. Like, they had cold, sleeting rain last week. I think it's supposed to be in the 70s this weekend. Uh, it's winnable. My biggest thing is I think this, this offense is so shaped around John Rice Plumley. He played awesome Saturday, and he took care of himself. He slid when he needed to. He, took, he made heady plays. He wasn't risking it when he didn't have to to run the ball. And I think that's what they have to do Saturday. If he can take care of himself, and stay in the game, but at the same time still be effective on the ground, uh, that's a huge part of what they do. But is it sustainable? You know, that's that's my question. We haven't seen that all year long. Was it, was it an aberration or an arrival? And I think it's a fair question from you. I just don't have the answer. I like the way you worded it even better. Aberration or arrival, a little alliteration there. That was good. This is why they pay you the big bucks. Superstar. 
superstar. That, that's right. The <laughs> intro said it. Uh, and seeing rumors out there that Arkansas could look the way of Gus Malzahn, it makes some sense in terms of his high school coaching career, getting back into the SEC. Uh, they're going to ev- uh, eventually fire Sam Pittman. Do you think there's any smoke to that fire? Could you see Gus Malzahn going back to, I'll steal a phrase from you, the pressure cooker of the SEC? I, I don't. I just don't see it happening. I don't see Arkansas's, you know, athletic director wanting to go in that direction. I understand it. If I'm Jimmy Sexton, I'm totally pumping that rumor as much as I possibly can. It's worked to get him an extension before. That's part of the reason he got $25 million in a buyout from Auburn is because of the uh, the hot pursuit that may or not have actually been hot from Arkansas. Look, we've seen with Scott Frost, when you go home, quote-unquote home, it doesn't always work out. And when you do go home and it doesn't work out, it makes things really difficult. But I don't think that's how coaches think. Obviously, if he's given that opportunity and he's given a huge pay raise, they're going to double what he can make at UCF. Like, sure, go, go and do it. Um, I just don't see that being the fit that they want right now at Arkansas. And I could be wrong. Maybe that's where he's headed next. But uh, I think for now he's happy where he is. It's a new opportunity. It's a new challenge. Uh, but there is something about the allure of the SEC that I don't know if, if you can turn it down if you are given a second life there. So we've seen it happen before. Houston Nutt kind of did the opposite. Um, I, 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 just, I don't see it being a fit on the Arkansas side. That's just my, my mm. opinion. Yeah, and for Gus Malzahn, like, I don't see him going back to the SEC, but I also picture sort of like a godfather scene where it's, you know, I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. How do you turn that down? There's so much money in that conference. We're talking to Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West 2 News. Quick sidebar on a name that you just brought up where he went home and it didn't work. Scott Frost, do you have any idea what he's doing right now? Uh, if, if social media is to be believed, he's just hanging out on a beach somewhere. <laughs> okay, I really don't. I have no idea what he's doing. I, I would, uh, I would imagine that you know, perspective being gained is is one of the things he thinks he's doing. Right, <laughs> Bronco Mendenhall has talked about that, getting away from the game of football. But that's one of those names that just really disappeared from the scene. It wasn't like Cliff Kingsbury going to Thailand. It was just radio silence. I think the first time I saw anything from Scott Frost. Um, was in the UCF interview when he had the palm trees behind him. So I, I really I don't know what the guy's doing now. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep an eye on that. I Hopefully he's doing good. Yeah, I like Scott. Uh, Florida was hanging out with uh, LSU over the weekend, and they were kind of just letting Jaden Daniels do whatever he wanted. 606 total yards, five touchdowns. Is Florida's defense that bad, or is this just what LSU does to everybody? I think it's part of the the new wave of this offensive branded football. They, you know, they couldn't stop Florida. They didn't care because they knew they could outscore them. And I think Jaden Daniels is fantastic. Give him the Heisman now. That game was one of the most complete performances I've seen from the quarterback position since the thing that immediately pops in my head is Vince Young in the Rose Bowl. I mean, that guy was unstoppable, throwing the ball, running the ball, um, and Florida just had no answer and didn't even look like they were close to an answer. So. I think part of it is that's one of the big holes on Florida's side of the ball. I mean, if you look at the history of this series, though, even though it was, you know, obviously not Brian Kelly and Billy Napier before, but the past five meetings with LSU have just been really high scoring. Um, I think this is just kind of the way LSU plays, but it's also magnifying some of Florida's shortcomings. Uh, FSU played a pretty typical rivalry game against Miami. It was a seven-point win. It was physical, but something's not clicking for me with the Seminoles team. If we're talking national title, I'm concerned they're not good enough. Do you see that? 
I understand the, the concern at this point, just because we don't know what they are. And I think Michigan had some of those same questions until they played Penn State last weekend and kind of took care of business there. We won't know what FSU is until they make it to the Rose Bowl or the Sugar Bowl and they're playing in that Final Four. I don't think we're going to learn in Charlotte. You know, we'll be there. Uh, West 2 going on the road to, to see if they can claim their first ACC championship in about a decade. Um, but I just I don't think that's going to tell us anything, whether it's Louisville or North Carolina or NC State or whoever sneaks in there from uh, from the ACC. This is a team I've said it all season long, and it's uh, it, you know I'm sure people are sick of hearing me say it. Florida State's playing themselves. I mean, they're playing against Florida State every single week. And I heard Jordan Travis say that, uh, yeah, we like Miami or we don't like Miami. This is a rivalry game. It's a huge deal. This one and the one at the end of the year, but this is about us. We are playing ourselves. And I think that's the key this year is how do you get better when you have not been tested and what do you do when you really are tested? Because they were in a tight football game with Miami last week, and Miami's not that great, but they did answer the bell. And they were in a tight one with LSU to open the year, and they answered the bell. But those are really the only times that they've had to have that sense of, like, all right, get a deep breath, get up against the wall, let's push back. And I don't know. We're going to find out. I really think they're good enough to be in the playoff. I think they're going to be a top four team at the end of the year. I think they're going to be undefeated going to the Sugar Bowl or the Rose Bowl. I just don't know what we're going to get when they get there. Are they going to be top four tonight when the college football playoff committee releases their week 12 rankings? Oh, good question. I think they're going to be number five. But I don't think it matters. I really don't. Yeah, week eleven. I think it's I think week eleven gonna, rankings. But yeah, I think they're going to get docked because of the because of the close game. Um, but I, and I think Washington people love Washington and they got another good win. Um, I but again, I, I I don't think it matters. I think if they take care of business, they are in. I, I cannot see a scenario that they're left out if they're thirteen and out. I will. Let me give you a scenario. So Washington <laughs> Washington goes wins the Pac twelve, and, and they're undefeated. They're in. Uh, either Ohio State or Michigan, one of those teams is going to get in. And then Georgia plays Alabama in the SEC championship game. Alabama wins on a last-second field goal. So Alabama gets in because they won the SEC, and you can't leave the SEC champion out. I think that that actually says it in the bylaws. And then Georgia gets in because their only loss is to Alabama in the SEC title game. And then Florida State gets left out even if they're undefeated. This is the latest that every conference has had an undefeated leader in the season. And so we're kind of in unprecedented territory. I just think there is still something brewing. I don't think everybody's going to make it through unscathed. And I think Alabama lurking is just what we're used to at this point. And, yeah, if they can run the rest of the way and, and beat Georgia, they probably deserve to be in. Um, but I think, you know, it looks like the Big 12 is kind of cannibalizing itself. You don't have to worry about that. The Pac-12 has never been reliable. Somebody's going to knock off Washington at some point, I, I think. Um, maybe we'll see. I, I just – Excuse me. There's the cold from the boys. Um, <laughs> it's I really inevitable. Florida, <laughs> and I think Florida State, if they're 13 and 0, there will you know it will it will take a lot. Maybe a crazy scenario like that to keep them out. But uh, that's part of the beauty of of the 14 playoff is we get to have this conversation and uh, the will they won't they of the Ross and Rachel of the college football season. <laughs> Very well done. Darren Stoltzman, sports director over at West 2 News, even fit in a friend's reference at the end. Follow him on Twitter. At Darren Stoltzman is where you can find him. Thanks so much, Darren. Good luck with the fam. Thank you, Brandon. Have a good one. More in the zone coming at you next. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.